broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios. Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly is brought to you by Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. Nationwide or worldwide, there will always be a Caesars Resort in the center of the action. Boost Mobile, everything you've always wanted in a mobile carrier. By Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas. Championship taste for lunch, dinner, or a pregame feast. Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com for all of your hockey needs on ice or in line. By OxyPow, our chemical-free line of cleaning products gets the funk out of your equipment or office. Visit us at OxyPow.com. UNLV Hockey, ACHA D1 Hockey, World Class City. By M-Drive, take our short quiz at mdriveformen.com and see which M-Drive fits your lifestyle. By Summer Skates, show off your team pride with shower shoes and koozies for the whole squad. Go to icetimehockeysw.com slash partners and click on the Summer Skates banner. By Burrito Express. Six East Valley locations for great taste and great value. Go to burritoexpress.com to find the location near you. And by the University of Arizona Wildcats. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Stephen Marsh. All right. Well, welcome in, hockey fans, club hockey fans, ACHA hockey fans, WCHL hockey fans. It's Wednesday night. You know what that means, folks. We are talking ACHA men's and women's D1 hockey tonight. Scott Strandy joining you live from beautiful Denver, Colorado, as I prepare for a, another, another, a second ITHSW WCHL game of the week, Utah at Colorado. My co-host, as always, Stephen Marsh, did a fantastic job on last week's show at midnight and uh, bringing us a great game of the week between Utah and UNLV. So, Stephen, welcome in. How are you? Well, I'm well-rested after that midnight game. It's been several days since that. I've been able to catch up on the sleep and uh, and uh, catch up on all the – although there's not really much time to sleep because there's a lot of hockey going on, not just the midnight game we had last week, but all the games we had in the WCHL and the ACHA this past week. And, of course, now the, the pros are starting their, their seasons here soon, this week. So a lot – so whatever sleep I thought I was going to get, forget about it now. <laughs> it's hockey season, my friend. Sleep but why am I complaining? Why am anymore? I complaining? All we were, yeah. all we did for a yeah. year or so was sleep and be home. So I shouldn't That's complain. That's what I was going to ask you. Okay. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask you. I knew my you were going to get on me about uh, that, so I wanted to jump up, jump on that before and defend myself before. Uh, yeah, nice, before you... nice work. Okay. Well, there's a game going on tonight. There was a game last night and a game tonight and tomorrow night, a Thursday night game of the week, as I mentioned, Utah at Colorado. Uh, I am in Denver right now, so I'll be up in Boulder tomorrow, and hopefully it won't snow as much as uh, um, it causes an issue for me, but <laughs> I don't think so. It's still a little too warm for that, but they oh, are talking what, about a little what, snow. What a, sometime, couple, what a couple of some, decades in the desert will do for you. <laughs> sometime between 9 and uh, 2 a.m., they're talking about snow tomorrow or at least a dusting, so it is what it is. Um, 
anyway, there are two games going on, or a game that went on last night and a game again tonight, and it's a big rivalry. It's Arizona State and uh, U of A going on at Oceanside Ice Arena. Our own uh, Robert Schneidmiller is there tonight to get some photos, and um, we're excited to see what uh, what comes out of that. Last night, I believe it was a 4-1 uh, Wildcat victory, so the Wildcats have rebounded nicely after uh, – uh, a couple of uh, losses at Utah to start the season. So I'm looking forward to tomorrow night. I'm looking forward to it so much, Stephen, that I said, hey, how about if we bring on the captain of the Colorado Buffaloes? I, I owe him. I really do because he gave me such a great interview. And, of course, my microphone was off, and uh, the sound was so light that we tried everything to enhance it. We just couldn't do it and uh, do it justice. So I invited him on. I said, how about you come on the show tonight and talk to us live? on the podcast, and Adam Trunko uh, agreed to do so. So in about, oh, I don't know, 10 minutes or so, we'll bring Adam on and we'll talk uh, Colorado Buffaloes hockey and a big weekend they have uh, this weekend against Utah, and they come off of a big weekend uh, at Iowa State where I thought they performed very well. Yeah, they did. They held their own against Iowa State and uh, did not come out with the win, but if I look at this, the scores here, uh, I think on Friday night it was a very close game. It was uh, not closer than maybe a lot of people, but a lot of people thought it was going to be. I think it was a three-two, three, wasn't it? Three-two. Yeah, just seeing it now. Three-two score on on uh, on Friday, and then the next night uh, Iowa State won pretty handily. But uh, the, yeah, the next I, night would be Saturday, just so you know. <laughs> That's true. The next night would be Saturday. Next night from Friday would be Saturday. Yes. There you go. Good job. I had to throw Scott. that out there because because coming off the midnight game, You're I don't right. think you knew what night it was until like Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> true. That's very true. Uh, but uh, but yeah. So you know, it's the the Friday game for sure. They they had a chance to to win that game. And Iowa State's a good team. They're they're eight and zero now, I believe, is what it says here. So uh, they. Uh, they're a good team, and so Colorado has to has to be happy about about that. Obviously, they're not happy with not getting the wins, but uh, certainly their performance on on Friday was good, and and Saturday too. You know, they didn't they didn't win, of course, and they but you know the, to be able to go toe to toe with them is 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 a plus in its in itself. Well, we talked uh, just briefly about, and if you haven't yet, get to uh, the website or the YouTube channel and see the great job that Stephen did on the midnight game, our game of the week last week, where uh, UNLV uh, swept Utah. I believe it was a much closer game than the scores indicated uh, from what I heard from you. And um, Utah is playing some good hockey, so look out. They, uh, they're going to be around all the way to the end of the season, and uh, don't count them out of a national tournament bid for sure. Um, UCO came to uh, Tempe and, and swept um, ASU uh, on Friday and Saturday night. And then uh, Colorado State went to uh, Arizona and got swept by the two-time defending champion Arizona Wildcats. So who am I missing? Well, you're missing Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon went to Missouri State, and they got swept uh, pretty handily. Uh, one of the double-digit – <laughs> that was a tough road trip, Stephen, because they went, uh, they flew out. I believe it's the first time uh, they've flown out anywhere, and maybe not, but uh, certainly this year. They flew out to um, uh, to uh, Missouri, and they played. Um, they played Maryville first. Maryville Thursday night. Was it 
Thursday night, I think it was Thursday night. See, you don't even know the dates. You don't even know the dates either. You don't even know what But there's a reason for that. Everything's <laughs> blending into me, Stephen. I've been on the road for two weeks, and next week it's Oklahoma and Missouri State and all that good stuff. So uh, I'm going to stay on the road and uh, and, and keep uh, pumping up hockey in the Southwest, which is now basically the South. <laughs> and soon it's just going to be the whole United States. It's uh, pretty much it's the South and the West. How about that? When you think about our Pacific Division teams and the AHL and the NHL, but um, so yeah, that was exciting. Oklahoma, I believe, was a team that was off uh, last yeah, weekend. Yeah, I didn't see that they didn't play any games. So they... and uh, I believe Missouri State's that team this weekend, and then next weekend Missouri State's got some uh, some huge events going on. I think it's their uh, uh, cancer game or games. Uh, so they're going to be wearing pink and doing all that stuff. So I hope to be there for that Friday night game. And and I, then, and I think they're playing. I think they're playing. Uh, they might be playing UCO that weekend. I so believe they be, are. I so believe that will they be, are. That will be good. And then uh, you went out. Did you, did you get ahead. your ASU newsletter, women's hockey newsletter, yet? No, but I do have oh, the. Darn I, it! Because <laughs> that usually is what I can count on when you get that. You got some good stuff, but uh, no, do you but know they, the but, scores but, from their battle against Grand Canyon. Absolutely, yeah. Good job to the uh, to the ASU women. They won uh, four to one on Friday. Uh, listen to this though: ASU outshot uh, GCU in that game, forty-eight to nineteen. Pretty, pretty lopsided there. Uh, so that was nice. Uh, so four to two there, and then the next night they uh, they won five to three. It was and they outshot GCU fifty-seven to twenty-five uh, that day. Um, so that Lindsay Ellis, Lindsay Ellis has some snipers on that roster. Uh, they do, and, and so uh, poor, poor the GCU goaltender gold there, um, which which, we, you know which we know, which we should know a little bit about, uh, is Miss Hannah Schneidmiller, who yeah, is related Robert's to daughter. Right, she was. She had Robert. to deal with all those shots. So, <laughs> for yeah, Hannah good, there, good for but, Hannah to hang in there because she's a freshman yeah. this year and yeah. uh, she's pretty stellar. But uh, when you get that many shots, you, they're bound to score some. It's just you're not gonna be able to turn away them all. So, well, fifty-two saves, uh, though. That's that's impressive, though. Fifty-two saves. So, <laughs> fifty-seven shots, fifty-two saves. Uh, so, five nothing game sounds like it's lopsided, but I mean, considering how many shots they got in that game, it's that's a that's a that's a that's a, that's a, that's a Big, uh, big win that, uh, you know, I mean, big win as you can have, I guess, and well, you lose 5 It's a rivalry game again, it's a right? Rivalry it's a Crosstown game. Phoenix, yeah. and, and nobody she, wants to lose a rivalry game. I'm going to be at one uh, this Friday and Saturday when, uh, at the NCAA level when Denver travels to Air Force and then Air Force travels to Denver. So that'll be exciting. And uh, before that, though, we're going to get – Colorado and Utah, and I can't wait. You, you know, Stephen, I have a soft spot for Boulder. I love that place. Uh, I love that barn. Uh, I love being up there. So uh, I'm excited just, to see that. I'm excited to see both those teams in just action. Just make sure you layer up a little bit in that uh, facility. It gets a little <laughs> chilly in there from my experience from being in, in there. Well, you know what? I also know how to get inside the warm areas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're all about finding those uh, warm areas. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's incredible. But man, it's been an incredible but, almost two weeks oh, here man. in uh, in uh, Colorado. It's everybody's treating me so well today. I spent the day out at Air Force, and I uh, had the opportunity to watch an Air Force practice and visit with a couple of Air Force players. Of course, at the NCAA level, um, but everybody's excited about hockey. They're happy to have it back. The the Avalanche start tonight and. Uh, that's crazy. And Mark Andre starting in net for 
for Chicago against the Avalanche and Nathan McKinnon won't play because of COVID. It's like, oh, my goodness. And, so and many storylines. And, and Wayne Gretzky and uh, Charles Barkley were doing a little shootout earlier on TNT <laughs> and as they're launching their, their coverage yeah. of the NHL. We had the ESPN had the big relaunch of their uh, hockey coverage yesterday at, with the Golden Knights. And, uh, and so it's just uh, it's exciting time. Uh, you know, we should mention this because we're a few weeks now into the season and we want to keep folks up to breast about what the standings are. The WCHL Twitter account does a good job of, of doing that. I, I certainly couldn't do it because I didn't realize that if it, I guess how they do it is if a team wins in regulation, they get three points. If they win in overtime, they get two. I guess if you lose in regulation, there's no points. But if you somehow lose in overtime or a shootout, I don't know, you get a point. So uh, after, uh, you know, some teams have played more games than others in the league, but Central Oklahoma, Missouri State are the top teams. We kind of kind of figured there would be the, the, some some of the top teams uh, in the in the league, but it's close. I mean, you got those two, and then Arizona, after losing the first two, as you mentioned, to to uh, Utah, have now won uh, three straight. And this is as of as of last night's uh, result between uh, Arizona and ASU. Uh, so they've played five league games, and they've they have nine points, so they're third. Utah is actually in fourth technically because they've played four league games. They Went two and zero against Arizona, so they got six points there. They lost the midnight game, but then they lost in overtime against UNLV, so they still picked up a point. So they're at uh, they're at seven points, so they're in the fourth spot. But they've played only four league games. UNLV's played a couple of league games, and they'll have a couple more against Central Oklahoma. So this that's going to be a fun series too. But uh, but UNLV sitting at five, and then and then uh, Arizona State, Colorado, Colorado State, Grand Canyon, and. In Oklahoma, which not played any league games yet, they're all sitting at zero. So uh, they're still real early in the season, but we're kind of starting to maybe see maybe how this how the the league uh, is starting to, to look a little bit. Central Oklahoma, and Missouri State, we figured at the beginning would be right up there towards the top. They are. Uh, we Utah wanted to make some noise. They are as of right now. We'll see as the season goes on. Arizona is right there. UNLV is right there. They're undefeated. Um, in in their games, two of games were against non-league opponents. Two were. And they won all those. One of them was an overtime win, as I mentioned. So they only got two points out of that instead of the three. So, um, so that's that's how it's done, and, and that's according to the WCHL uh, Twitter account, which is the official. Well, obviously, you, you can't you can't see me from here, but I just wiped my brow that you stayed away from the uh, ACHA rankings. Well, <laughs> we can't go into that. We, we, we can touch on that. that. No, we, we cannot go into that. <laughs> we, oh, we've we're... got a guest coming on. We've got a guest coming on. We've got to stay away from that. We'll talk about oh. it at the end if we have time. But I know, I know how frustrated that is for everybody. So um, let, let's let's cool down and let's uh, take a quick break. <laughs> let's come back with the captain of the Colorado Buffaloes, Adam Trunco, in about two minutes. any hockey player in the desert southwest and they'll all tell you the same thing we love going to the rink and sandals now you can show off your game in style with summer skates officially licensed summer skates are comfortable washable and can be designed to show off your fandom phil kessel your guy big william carlson fan or is austin matthews the man have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite nhl player or shout out your own game with your own number Team discounts and customization available, too, for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice, our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable, show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. 
If you live in the Valley, you know that there are no shortage of options when it comes to eating Mexican food. But if you want authentic taste combined with a fair price and relaxed atmosphere, then head to Burrito Express. From the breakfast burritos, which are served all day, to the combination plates for lunch, Burrito Express delivers that homemade taste you would expect from your own kitchen. Try all of our authentic Mexican recipes at any of our six East Valley locations from Scottsdale to Gilbert and all points in between. ASU alumni owned and operated since 1995. Go to burritoexpress.com and check out our menu or find a location to order for fast pickup or delivery. Your hometown hockey team. Your Western Collegiate Hockey League champions. Your Arizona Wildcats. Tickets for Arizona hockey are now on sale. Support your Wildcats as they battle ASU for another Cactus Cup championship and more at the Tucson Arena. Your hockey team, your Arizona Wildcats. Call 791-4101 for tickets now. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios. Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. This is Adam Trunko, captain of the CU Buffs, the UNACHA hockey team, and you're listening to Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. All right. I guess we could have just had them do it live instead of uh, taped, uh, but it's time to bring on our guest, our special guest from the uh, uh, University of Colorado Buffaloes. We're going to bring on the captain, uh, Adam Trunko, is with us. Adam, you got Scott and Steven with you. Thank you so much for joining me. And let me come out and publicly say you did a great interview with me. My microphone uh, power was off, and I didn't know it until we were all done, and I'm kicking myself. So I said, you know what? Let's bring him on live. We'll do that interview again, but let's bring him on live and let him talk about Colorado Buffalo's hockey. So welcome aboard. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Can you hear me all right? We hear you loud and clear. Fantastic. Uh, let's let's jump into this thing because uh, I selected you guys uh, facing off against Utah on Thursday night as our uh, ITHSW WCHL game of the week. Um, you just came off of – two road trips back-to-back, the last one at Iowa State, which is a juggernaut. Um, tell us about that weekend. Yes, sir. So we, uh, like you said, coming off two road trips, um, it's never fun starting off the season going going on the road twice in a row. Um, but it's been good for us so far. Iowa State, like you said, is obviously a really good team. Um, we weren't able to come away with a win there, but you're never excited about a loss, obviously. Uh, but I think Friday night, like you guys were talking about earlier, we really played a strong game, um, kind of our, our third game of the season. And obviously on the road, it's it's never never easy to come off the bus um, after traveling for 10 to 12 hours and then have to go play a game. Um, but obviously there's there's no excuses there. But I think we were able to play a really good game, 3-2. to two. We went up one nothing early, and I uh, – you know, I think that was really a game that we we could have and really should have should have won there. Um, but overall, I, I think it's a really good building point for us this season. Um, I think we started off pretty top heavy on the season with the schedule. You know, playing UCO and then Iowa State, obviously. 
Um, so I think it's something obviously that we can build off and um, kind of go into our, our first league games here against Utah and really, really come out strong. So how excited are you to be uh, back in front of fans at uh, that beautiful rec center of yours? <laughs> I know you told me on the interview, but tell everybody here too uh, that that's listening tonight, how excited you are to be back in front of fans in that beautiful building. Oh my gosh. It, words can't describe how excited I am. I mean, especially being away for a year and not, not having being able to, you know, play in front of the fans and your friends and family and everything. Um, so it's, it's really exciting. Even with our first weekend, of games a few weeks back, we just had like a, a black and white scrimmage for uh, just kind of an inner squad scrimmage. And then we played Metro state as well. And even at those games, I mean, the support was unbelievable. Um, so I'm really excited to have our first, our first true home games this season. Uh, the support's been awesome so far. Um, and uh, I, I'm just excited to get back in front of the fans, get back on the, on the home ice, which is we've been away, uh, away from for a while now. So it'll be really exciting. All right, Stephen, jump in, but I'm going to warn you right now, this kid is smart. He, uh, <laughs> he, can do, he can do a lot of things, so be careful what you say. He might just whoop you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let me, let me ask you this, Adam. Where, what, what brought you to, to, call, uh, to Colorado? Um, talk about what, what led you to come here and, and play for the Buffaloes and why you wanted to, to do your schooling here and, and, and to play some hockey here as, there as well. Oh, of course. Um, so there's really, I think, a number, a number of reasons why I came out to Colorado. I mean, first, you can't argue with Boulder. I mean, it's beautiful out here being right under the flat irons. I think you've, uh, sold, I think you've sold Scott on that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what Scott was saying last week. I know, I know he loves it out here. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it, it truly is beautiful. Um, and then, of course, obviously, with, with hockey, I mean, I, I love it. I've loved it for the past four years, and I'm loving it now. Having the rink on campus and the rec center is just, it's an experience that not a lot of people get to have. Um, so I'm truly grateful for that, being able to being able to walk from my house to the rink every morning. Um, it's really something special, having that accessibility. And then just in terms of school as well, like uh, Scott said, I'm doing aerospace engineering, and, and they have an awesome engineering school here. Um, and I, I've had a wonderful opportunity to come out here and and uh, get my degree so really just a, a number of reasons and and really they've all been able to live up live up to the hype that that boulder that boulder has around it um so it's it's truly been incredible so how nice is it because i've been there one time it's how nice when you come when you come to a game there you come to practice you walk there or however you, uh and you see you've got your football stadium right there and then you guys got the rec center right there and you walk in there and you play a game or you practice and then you see that football stadium there and knowing uh, how you know having that there right there, that's got to be extra cool too. Oh, it, it's really cool, and that, that's also another reason. It's just just kind of the the athletic support that the school has, like you said, for football, basketball, um, and then obviously for for hockey as well. It's just awesome to kind of have that all all around the same area. Just kind of you know, like you said, walking to practice in the morning, just being able to see that, see the football stadium come to the rink and just know know how much support you have from the school um, and, and how much support you have from the students, from the fans, um, from everyone there. And kind of harping back on, on Scott's question, that's why it's just it, it's so awesome to get back on home ice in front of the fans, um, being away from that. So it, it truly is awesome. So, Adam, I want to ask you this, because we had your coach on last week, and uh, 
he was telling us about he stopped by the hockey house on the way, <laughs> on the way to the football game. Tell everybody about what the CU Buffs hockey house is. He said something about, you guys don't listen to music. You don't have any fun. It's just straight, basically oh. a study house. You work on your hockey <laughs> skills in the backyard. Uh, tell us about the hockey house. I think I think you really summed it up there. I don't think there's really much more I need to say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we've we've had a hockey house for a while now. It's kind of been since I came in as a freshman. Um, there was a hockey house, and and we even have letters. I think you'd you'd really love it. It's um, HK, and then the letter, the Greek letter Psi. So it's HKY. Um, we have those printed I love out. It. Have a love it. <laughs> have a flag and everything. So we're kind of like. Kind of like a, a, a little uh, dramatized rat a little bit. Um, but no, it, it's really awesome. It's been it, – it's really cool because coming in as a freshman, you know you don't know that many people. And it's really, really an awesome opportunity to meet a lot of, a lot of guys. I mean, bond with this team of 30, 35 guys. And, and having that house is really – it's just a place that you kind of hold sacred to you. You know, you, you're, you're hanging out. You're drinking with your friends every weekend. Um it's really it's really a cool experience to be able to have have that that place that we can do that and um and yeah even having having uh coach benny come by a couple times to get in on the fun a little bit <laughs> um but um no it's uh it's really awesome so adam talk talk a little bit about benny taller as a coach um what do, what what is what is he like at, at a practice and and what is he like just being around and just being able to learn from him and, and to have him running the team here. Uh, in of course, of course. No, it, it, Benny's, Benny's an awesome coach and an even better guy. Um, he's a really awesome mentor. He has been for me for the past three years as well. Um, we brought him on my sophomore year. Um, so I've kind of been, been there with him from the start and it, it's really been an awesome experience. Um, and in practice, you know, he runs, runs a great, runs a great practice runs obviously during the games he he knows hockey more than a lot of people i know one of the, one of the smartest hockey iqs i know he's able to able to kind of coach us tell us what to do um and um you know in practice if there's a mess up he knows when to when to flip the switch and and get on our get on our tails a little bit um but no it benny's benny's a really awesome coach and and like i said um, even outside of hockey, he's just someone that I know I can turn to and, and kind of talk to if I need anything. Um, so it, it's been really awesome having him, having him there. All right. I don't know if Steven knows this, uh, Adam, but you grew up in St. Louis and you and I were talking yes, sir. On, on the interview that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, it happened. I, I think he just wanted to bring me back for a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, you got it. You got it. Uh, See, he knows so, how he knows how it works. Uh, he, knows how, he, knows how, he knows how we operate. He's figured me out already. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. Okay, so so Adam, you told me then about growing up and playing uh, hockey in St. Louis and uh and I'm still amazed at that because of all the talent that comes out of St. Louis and all the programs there that continue to grow and get better. But tell our audience, if you can, a little bit about growing up in St. Louis and what it was like to uh, learn the game of hockey there. Oh, of course. No, I, I love St. Louis. Obviously, that's that's where I was born and raised. So it, obviously, it's it's a special place for me. Um, and yeah, like you said, St. Louis has really turned into a pretty big hockey hub, which I, I don't think a lot of people know about. Um, one of the more popular ones, which which obviously, like you said, is is pretty surprising. Um, 
But growing up and playing there, I mean, it was awesome. I've played with, with some awesome teams, great coaches. I've been able to develop and obviously be in the place that I am now. Um, and I, I obviously, it's, it's in due to, to playing in St. Louis as well. Um, and then just having kind of the hockey support that's there, kind of like you're saying, I mean, having the Blues, um, winning, the, winning the Stanley Cup a couple years back, a few years back was obviously – pretty big for St. Louis as well. I think I, I shed a couple tears or maybe even sobbed a little bit <laughs> watching the TV there. Um, but <laughs> there, no, well, here, Hold on a minute. <laughs> now we got to know, did you get up and start singing Gloria? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was not, I personally was not a big fan of the Gloria song <laughs> to begin with. When it first came out, I, I, I was, I was like, this song is pretty terrible. <laughs> To be completely honest, <laughs> um, I was like, why did they pick this song out of all songs? Uh, but obviously, as they started winning, as they started rallying, and then gotten to the point where they were able to win the cup, I mean, how could you How could you not love the song now? Um, imagine I, that. I, imagine <laughs> that. You, you don't like something at the beginning. It, it, turns, it makes your team do something really good, and then all of a sudden, you start, you to, start like to, to like it just a little bit more. Just a little Adam, bit. Just Adam. a little bit. Adam, let me tell you this, a story that goes way back. I went to Minnesota Duluth uh, from 80 to 84, and uh, I was in a suite that included Brett Hall way back when. Oh, so, wow. So wow. Uh, to, to see that. Oh, look, it's uh, got name dropping here. To, to see that way back now, I can tell you he was the exact same way when he was 19 and 20. So you talk about the hockey house. We had dorms, but uh, oh my goodness, I can only imagine. Imagine uh, that imagine was what that was Brad quite Hall a crew. Was doing back then. <laughs> that was quite a crew. Uh, that is anyway, awesome. I, I digress, but I had to throw that out there. Being <laughs> Boy, Scott, native, we may so. have to have do a podcast. Where we just share some of those kind of stories, man. I think that. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm sure you have a oh, a plethora of stories with Brad Hall. That's incredible. So so anyway, uh, we'll get back to what we're supposed to be talking about here <laughs> as I lead us astray. But uh, the WCHL this year, I and I told you this on our, on our interview, I said, I think when everything's said and done um, in March and they're ready to pick teams to go to the national tournament, I think people are going to look at the WCHL and go, oh, my goodness, from top to bottom, this is an incredible league. It's the best ACHA D1 league. You say? Oh, I completely agree with that. I mean, look at look at kind of the past years. I mean, it's it's even even this year. I mean, it's top top ten teams, top five teams. I mean, I don't think there's a team outside of the top forty in the ACHA. If you when you go to the nat, I mean, looking at the national tournament, there's going to be I think over half the teams in the WCHL are going to be in that, if not more. Um, I mean, you got top to bottom there's not there's not a team when you play them you're like oh this is this is an easy win i mean every team is competitive every team's more than competitive um some of the best teams in the acha i mean and that's what we've seen for years now um so i completely agree with that i mean top to bottom i don't think there's just a few teams that are very good and then it drops off like you said, I think top to bottom, it's an incredibly solid division and arguably the best, like you said. I don't – I mean, find me another division like that that is going to have that that kind of prominence from top to bottom, like you said. So I, I totally agree with that. All right, Stephen, follow it up. <laughs> well, well, let me, 
Well, you brought up the rankings, and I, I don't want to. We won't talk about the actual. Oh no, no, rankings. no, no, no! I won't, I won't ask. But I, I am curious about this because I, I've wondered about uh, when, when, when they come out. You as players and teams, how much do you look? How far? How much do you look into those? Like, how do you keep track of them throughout the year? And and do you? How much? Do you guys like have any opinions um, on them, or just like none of them? But just like you know, do you? How much do you look at them and and and? You know, or you just go out and try to play your best you can? I think a little bit of both. I think definitely leaning more on the side of just going out and playing. Um, at some point, it's just a ranking and it's just numbers. Um, I mean, I personally haven't – I don't even really know how to check them, if I'm being honest. I mean, I guess it's on the ACHA website. Um, but for me, at least, the I, that doesn't play a factor in my game at all. I know every team we play is going to be solid. Um, I know every time we come, we're going to have to bring it. So I, I definitely think, and I think for for our team at least, that's the mentality too. It's it's not we're looking at this team, we look up their ranking and say, oh, they're here. Now we got to play hard this game. Oh, they're here. Now we can kind of take our foot off the gas a little bit. Maybe it might be a point night for us. Um, for me, and, and and I know this is kind of the mentality of our team as well, uh, what we've been trying to promote, obviously, is you just got to go out and play your game. It doesn't really matter. We know every one of these teams is going to be good. I mean, like you said, the, the WCHL is arguably the best conference in the ACHA. So, I mean, it's not – we don't really go onto the rankings and say, oh, this team's here. Um, you know, now now we got to bring it. I mean, it's, it's, it's – you kind of go into the rink knowing that you're going to play a good college hockey team that you're going to have to compete with uh, night in and night out. Well, one last Adam, thing I'm on the sure. rankings thing. Oh, six go ahead. right now. Six six of the teams in the WCHL are in this latest uh, this latest poll. So that just shows you how top twenty or top twenty five. Top top twenty five. Top twenty five. And there's there's one that's not on there that I think should be, but that's that's for another discussion. There's one on there that that's not on the top twenty five that I think should be included in that. So that just shows you how how good this league is. Is what Adam is oh, yeah. referring to, and just what we've been talking about because it's and it's got to be good for you guys because it means that uh, the level of competition is 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 going to be good every night, and exactly. it, it helps you guys be able to play play your best, be at your best. Yes, sir. So, Adam, I want to ask you this because you've been around a little while now and you've, you've had a chance to play in different venues. And I know I beat Steven to the punch on this one because he loves talking about uh, <laughs> hockey environments. But um, him living in, in Vegas has a chance to see UNLV's environment. Oh, I've, seen, um, I've seen almost everybody's except the, uh, the, the far eastern teams in Oklahoma and, um, and uh, Missouri State, but I will see them soon. Um, so the University of Arizona has got a venue. Uh, oh, yes. Oceanside at Arizona State's uh, a different venue. UNLV, they bring it. They even play midnight games there. Utah's got <laughs> Olympic ice. Um, and then the two Colorado schools have their own little identity. So um, tell us about playing in those as a player. What's it like in, in different venues? Oh, I I absolutely love it. That I, I live for playing on the road. I think playing on the road and going into other teams' venues with their student sections in the crowd, I think that that is awesome. It is so much fun. Um, and like you said, like going into Vegas, I mean, you know how Vegas is. It's it's not a game. It's a show. I mean, they got, they got smoke <laughs> machines. They're turning <laughs> the lights off. They're playing like Barbie Girl when we come out onto the ice. Like – it is it is awesome. I have it's it's like a place I've like no other place I play 
like played him before. Um, but even across the board, like you said, Arizona, beautiful. And even like Missouri State, I love playing in Missouri. That's arguably one of my favorite places to play. I mean, they they pack that rink every single game. I mean, it's you got families with cowbells, you got students lining lining the boards, stacking all their finished beer cans up on the glass. I mean, it is awesome. <laughs> um, it is it is so much fun. But I, like I said, I love just going on the road, getting off the bus, knowing you're going into another like another team's rink with their fans in the crowd, and they're all booing you, they're yelling at you, they're they're throwing beers down at you, they're trying to start fights. I mean, it's awesome. I love it. It is it is it is really fun. So, Stephen, let me tell you, that's coming from a guy that's going to be an engineer. <laughs> he's, getting his, he's getting his college spirit in right now because I got a feeling he gets an engineering degree and uh, and gets working. Tell us what you're going to do. You told me, but tell everybody out there what you're going to do when you graduate from uh, from the University of Colorado. Oh man, well, so so yeah, so like I said, I'm I'm majoring in aerospace engineering, and then I'm I'm also minoring in computer science and business. So there there's a lot on the plate. Um, but a lot of a lot of different areas. But for right now, I'm looking um, looking into doing some kind of space implementation, satellite tracking stuff like that. Um, that's kind of I had an internship over the summer. Um, that was really a lot with that. We're sending sending some ship satellites on the moon, basically, and we're we were uh, manufacturing, designing, manufacturing, testing those um, to be sent onto the moon. So that's kind of kind of what I, I will be doing after school as well. Um, so Stephen, of... Stephen, I've really completely underachieved uh, in the media market. <laughs> yeah, but, that uh... makes that makes two of us. But I want to ask Adam because something happened today since he's lot into space. Uh, William Shatner got to go into space for a few minutes is, is in a blue. Or how cool was that to see? I know this is a hockey show, but we'll, we'll talk a little bit about space. <laughs> Let's talk a little space. Space here. I mean, that, and 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 the future of space is is really uh, exciting, and it's it's going to oh, be cool really. for you to to get into that. And, and and do you have aspirations? To, uh, there's there's a lot of questions here, but do you have a lot of <laughs> do you have aspirations to maybe go into space someday, and to see that? And and how cool was it to see somebody like William Shatner get a chance to be up there? Or just oh no, I I would I would really love to. I think that would be really awesome. Um, and like you said, I think space is such a such a growing. Not not just a growing place, but such in terms of economy and everything like that and expansion. It's just such a such a a growing atmosphere. And that's what's really cool for for me and the place I'm in right now, knowing that I'm kind of stepping into this this time for us where we're kind of starting to really explore and kind of really start start to develop. Um, I think that that for me at least it's really exciting knowing that I think I will be able to be a part of that um, and kind of help in that development and kind of see it um, from a, from an insider view, if that makes sense. And maybe even hopefully one day go up into space. I think that would be awesome. I personally am not the biggest fan of flying. I'm not huge for airplanes. So uh, a rocket (laughs) might be a step up from that. (laughs) I think I would have to work up to that a little bit, but no, I, I would love to. I think that would be really awesome. Now it would be real interesting to see how hockey could be played in space. You know, to see oh my everyone floating with the sticks and everything, and <laughs> trying to bat the puck out of the air. The, yeah, that, that would be that would be fun to watch. <laughs> that would be really fun. It'd be really interesting. You hit someone and they float away like a hundred feet. Maybe that can be uh, your project: is to get a, get the first <laughs> ever hockey game played in space. 
Okay, so, so that that would be awesome. Okay, we're getting <laughs> so, bring us back going in off here. the tracks here a little bit. <laughs> this so, show's uh, going to space here in a minute. <laughs> so, uh, so Adam, uh, before I get to Boulder tomorrow, tell me what I can expect as a captain of the Buffs. What am I going to see um, pre-game? What am I going to see uh, at the start of the game? What am I going to see for the game? Tell me what it's all going to be like for me because I haven't seen you guys play there yet. Oh, it's uh, – I think you're really going to love it. I know how much you love Boulder, so I think you're really going to love uh, some Colorado hockey. But, uh, you know, pregame, obviously, we're there a couple hours early. Uh, we're in our locker room. Normally have a chalk talk there as well uh, for about 15 minutes, do some X's and O's, obviously, and then get an off-ice warm-up. Um, and obviously we had the, the whole rec center facility. So we normally will warm up on like the tur- indoor turf soccer field, stuff like that. So kind of harping on what you said, which is the awesome facility that we have just kind of another, another example of the ways in which that we're, we're able to use it. Um, but then, yeah, hit games at seven. So we hit the ice for warmups at six thirty, and then we're on at seven and it's go time. Um, should be should be an awesome game. Um, I'm really excited for it. First home game, so there should be a lot of buzz, a lot of excitement, uh, a lot of support. So, and then, yeah, should be awesome. Okay, give us a scouting report on the bus. Where's your strengths? Um, uh, what do you want to improve on? What do you have to do to uh, to win a weekend series uh, against Utah? Yeah, definitely. I think our biggest strength is our speed. Um, we're we're a fast team, and that's something that especially in, in the ACHA is something that is really beneficial. I mean, when you're going up against teams like UCO where they're bringing out like six, six guys that are 250. I mean, you, <laughs> when, when you got young guys that can just blow by them, I mean, that's, that's kind of, kind of our game. I mean, four check, we're on them uh, in the D zone. We're all over them, able to get it out. And I think that's kind of the name of our game is speed and system. Um, really trying to work work a, a well-developed system and not get running around because with that speed, you can get guys kind of running around to certain places, but with a well-developed system, um, I think that's something that is really strong for us. But I think I think the biggest thing for us is stringing together three periods. Um, I think at times we can't have lapses, you know, where we, we come out strong and we maybe net a goal and then we kind of sit back on our heels a little bit and then they score a couple and then we're like, Oh, now we got to go back. And then we score a couple. Um, so I really think it's staying, staying together for three, you know, strong periods. Um, Cause that's what we've seen so far. I mean, we've had, we've had periods where we beat I mean, I think we beat UCO half the periods of that weekend. I mean, I think we're up one, nothing, two to one in, in both games. And then they come out in the second and have, a three, three, four goal period. And same thing with Iowa. I mean, we were up one, nothing late into the second, they come out and net three. And now we're, now we're kind of trailing. Um, and like you said, we were able to come back three to two, but that's not really the position you want to be in. Um, so I think for us, that's, that's our biggest thing right now is just being able to being able to stay at that level for three periods. Um, Cause when we hit that level, I think we're, we're, one of the best teams in, in the WCHL and let alone the ACHA. I mean, we were like with UCO and Iowa state, two of the top teams in the ACHA. I mean, when we were at our game, they couldn't break the puck out. I mean, we were all over them. We were dominating, but it's those lapses that come in where then we kind of sit back a little bit. Um, and, and I think that's kind of where we, we fall into. So if we can string together, I mean, those three strong periods, I think that's really where we're going to start to come out as a team, and I think you'll see that here soon. 
Well, I can tell you, I am looking forward to it. We appreciate you taking some time uh, a night before the game and a Thursday <laughs> game. God, I told you, Coach, I said I absolutely love that because uh, I normally have NCAA stuff I have to cover. And uh, being able to have a Thursday game, I can get up there, see you guys, and uh, still do my uh, NCAA duties uh, oh, yeah. out there at Force in Denver. So I appreciate it. I appreciate your I do, time. Again, you know, my apologies. I do as well. We actually <laughs> – um, no, no worries. I mean, we actually – up until this year, we played Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. Um, so this oh, is really man. the first. I know this is three game weekends were a little tough, um, <laughs> but I mean this is really the first weekend or first year where we've had Friday, Saturday night games. And obviously, I think I, I do. I also enjoy having the Thursday night game as well. So um, I'm happy that works out for you as well. Well, Stephen would love to do a midnight game, but uh, just, you know, like every weekend, if I could send him to a midnight game, he'd just be in his glory. But, uh, we, we capped him on one weekend. Uh, Adam Tronco, thank, thanks for joining us. Thanks for doing the spot for us, too. We love having that drop. And uh, I'll oh, see you course. tomorrow night. Yeah, thank you, Scott, Stephen. It was a pleasure having you on. Or it was a pleasure uh, being on. See, he's, having, he's already having you on. I'm taking already, over the podcast. He's already he's already coming after our jobs. Although he he's got a good career lined up, but if he wants this job too, he he probably could take our job easily. Yeah, if you just want me to, if you want me to close out the podcast, you guys can just head out now. I'll take it yeah, from here. Just take, this is the Adam Trunko show now. Scott and I Adam are gone. Adam show. Uh, Adam Trunko. Thanks for thanks for coming on. We'll, we'll see you guys later. Why, <laughs> but why, uh, why does he toss the break, Scott? Have him toss to a break. <laughs> uh, you want me <laughs> yeah so uh thanks for having me on this is adam tronco captain of the colorado buffaloes hockey team and uh we got a break coming up for you we'll be back in two minutes <laughs> thank, thank you guys you. all right have a good night we'll see you tomorrow you as well it's a pleasure being on we'll see you guys tomorrow I can't wait to get to Las Vegas and check out the fortress. Going to see the Golden Knights? No. Stopping at Jesse Ray's barbecue for lunch. Oh, that fortress. That combination of brisket, hot links, fries, mac and cheese, surrounded by offensive ribs. I'm in. Exactly. Jesse Ray's barbecue. Located at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, right behind the Mandalay Bay Hotel. Check out their pulled pork, smoked chicken, or the fall off the bone baby back ribs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue has been voted the best barbecue in Las Vegas two years running. So whether it's a midday meal or a pregame feast, head to Jesse Ray's Barbecue for all their award-winning tastes. UNLV Rebel Hockey, located in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, is proud to partner with Ice Time Hockey Southwest. As a premier ACHA Division I university, UNLV offers a unique chance to play college hockey. Experience a pro setting in Hockey Mad Las Vegas while you earn your degree in any of our over 300 majors in one of the world's destination cities. If this sounds right for you, then visit us at rebelhockey.com to get your future started today. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios. Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. This is Adam Trunko, captain of the CU Buffs, the UNACHA hockey team, and you're listening to Club Hockey Southwest Weekly.
All right, that is a fact. Adam Trunko, you got it. Uh, we are Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy from live from Denver, Colorado tonight. My co-host is always Stephen Marsh up in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. At least um, for right now, until Adam yeah. Trunko takes my job here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I love it. I love it. What a great kid uh, and so smart. And I asked him uh, in my interview that that didn't happen. Uh, well, of course it happened, but uh, that we couldn't replay for you. Uh, I said, what's your day like? And he basically spelled it out for me, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. I'm going like, good Lord, no wonder you have to have a hockey house. Uh, 7 to 7, that's harder than the guys up at the uh, Air Force Academy where I was at today. So uh, big thank you to Adam for coming on because I know it's a big weekend uh, starting tomorrow for them, and I'm looking forward up there uh, to getting up there and seeing what that's like. Uh, one thing we didn't touch on, and it's not going to really be a factor, I guess, against Utah, but the elevation up there, probably 6,000 feet, something like that in Boulder, and um, they use it to their advantage. I mean, they got a great training center there at the rec center, and they're well-conditioned. So, um, yeah, as you, you know how this goes, I heard something, you heard something. What did you hear from the captain of the buffs? Well, I heard a, heard a lot of things, and one thing I will say is, uh, again, it just these these players on these teams are just so well well rounded. A lot of them are, and uh, he's such a, a a smart guy, and he, he loves hockey, but he also loves what he wants to do, and he has has that vision. But um, you know, he talked about his team, you know, being a fast team, and and uh, you know, he he talked about the Iowa State games and how uh, they didn't win, but you know, he, and what we said kind of, you know, that they were happy about the the three two ga- game and. They could have won that game if they would have been able to just do a few few different things, and and I think that just goes to show how talented the the this league is, or just the whole ACHA too, and and you can play anybody and and be competitive um, in, in a lot of cases. So uh, congrats to that, and you know <laughs> I loved. What did you hear, Scott? I want to hear what you what you what you heard. Well, I kind of heard what I heard in the interview, and I heard a guy that's got a lot of energy. I mean, uh, uh, Benny Toller told me that uh, when when they named the captains that he was kind of an obvious choice because of the length he'd been there and the the leadership. I think you could hear it in his voice, the excitement. Um, It's hard. I mean, the WCHL is a tough league to start with and uh, to go to school and do what you have and being paid for play and and maybe not getting the best of the best – talent-wise, and then putting it all together and competing and uh, enjoying the competition. I mean, he, he just uh, oozes confidence and, and um, enjoyment uh, of not only the game, but of just of life. I mean, he's just so much fun to be around. Yeah, no, I, I, I could get that from this from just talking to him doing this, but you had a chance to be with him one-on-one there last week, and or yeah, last week, and it was, uh, you can you can sense that. And, and he is, uh, I'm sure the teammates love being around him and his coach loves him. He, he t- spoke highly of his coach, uh, many taller and, and, and what the impact he's had on, on him. And I think that's always an important thing with, with sports and with college sports, especially no matter what levels of relationship you can, you can build with a coach in in some cases. And, and certainly he, d- he does have that with this coach. And I think that that just helps um, the whole team atmosphere and, and having that camaraderie that that teams look for uh you know he talked about coming to different 
the different venues and playing and talked about loving playing at Missouri State and and how great that environment is. And we've talked about that several times too about the great environments that the uh, the WCHL teams have, uh, the different teams in their in their facilities from here in Vegas to Utah to Arizona schools to Colorado schools and and uh, it'll be fun for you to experience that tomorrow. I remember when when UNLV went there and I went on a trip with them that uh, when I was doing stuff with them, um, it was so cool. You know that we get there and. And and they were yeah you have a few hours and you know you know teams like to warm up and they do the thing but you know they they have the rec center uh, at their disposal and I remember that some of the players going and playing some basketball on the basketball courts for a few minutes I mean not many road trips you can go yeah. on where you're an hour out two hours before you can you can go one part of the rec center and go play basketball it was you know it's so that was pretty pretty cool and uh, I'm sure you, that's kind of cool yeah, too for. So let me tell you this. Uh, when you say rec center, I mean, a lot of people have different ideas of rec center. This is is much more than a rec center. It yes. is a, uh, a huge group of buildings that's all connected and swimming pools, basketball courts, soccer, uh, turf, uh, weight rooms everywhere. I mean, uh, I saw some guys doing kickboxing last time I was there. Um, the hockey rink. I mean, you've, you've got everything all self-enclosed. And, uh, you know, at 6,000 feet in Denver, Colorado, Boulder, Colorado, um, you can get some inclement weather. I'll probably see some before I leave. <laughs> but but uh, you look at it and you go, wow, to have this facility on campus. And I joked with Adam. I said, you, you might have to have the best conditioned team because you've got the best facilities. I've, I've never seen anything like it on a college campus uh and and that's separate Stephen, from the football facilities they have their own uh workout facilities and and you know that iconic stadium there where the buffaloes play so um yeah it's it's going to be a lot of fun i'm looking forward to it it'll be our ithsw wchl game of the week and i get and, to do and it he, Stephen gets to critique me this time <laughs> and he and he appreciates that he can just walk from wherever you know where where he's living there around the campus or or just off camp wherever he is and he gets to walk to practice he gets to walk to probably the games when they're home and you know the football stadiums right there he gets to see that as as you as and the other players get to see that as they go go to the facility to to practice and and you you get that you get that true college feel and and other teams have that but they don't have an aspect where they are going to see their their football stadium every every day in practice when they go to practice because it's not right there. They you know UNLV practices and they play in practice in Summerlin. The campus is you know right by the airport and the strip. So I mean that's not that's not in the same vicinity. So uh, you know it's a little bit of a of a distance there. So, yeah, for sure. Um, so let, let's break down what's happening. And yes, I'm looking weekend. forward to critiquing you too. I'm yeah, I, I know you taking are. Co- I, copious. I notes. thought I slipped that by you, but no, you will, no, no, uh, no, 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 You'll no, be all over me. No, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's the first uh, one for me. It's the second one of our uh, weekly series, the uh, ITHSW WCHL game of the week, uh, Utah at Colorado. And uh, I joked with AJ Bolden today at Utah. I said, "Hey, I don't know what you guys are doing, but you get two games of the week back to back." Um, just worked out that way, folks. Uh, and uh, I, it's going to be fun to see them play as well. So I know this sounds like a little lopsided Colorado show tonight, but Utah is a heck of a program, and I can't wait to watch them play as well. Um, no, Utah's Utah's going to be a tough opponent. Uh, you know, we kind of talk about the games here last weekend. Uh, even the midnight game, UNLV uh, won that game, but Utah was was in it. They when UNLV was looking to pull away, Utah kind of kept it close. They they have 
good goaltending. And if if they had plenty of opportunities on the power play, if, I'm sure that's one thing that they really want to probably work on if, if, if you're Utah because UNLV gave them a lot of chances. And, and even if you ask the UNLV coaches, they, they realized that they probably uh, got away with, with uh, Friday. Saturday, they felt, was their best game, UNLV's best game. And, uh, and, and even that was an overtime game. So that just shows you that UNLV played their best uh, at, at that point in the season. That at least the coach felt that way. And yet it was an, it was an overtime game. And, and UNLV was down almost the whole game. Utah was, was ahead, but then UNLV stormed back and, and, and tied it and then got it to overtime and, and won it. So uh, Utah is, as we said, is a, is a fun team to watch. It's it's a team that's going to – is trying to make some noise, as, as Coach Feeney told us a couple of weeks ago, and, and they've, done, they've done that already with the two wins against Arizona. And then coming here to Vegas and, and losing one game, but also losing an overtime game, which does count for something, obviously, in the in the WCHL standings, that you still get something out of that game. So um, they're going to be there, so, and then you and then they're going to. And then so and let they me have, tell you this. Hold on a minute. Ahead. Let me tell you this. Uh, I'm keeping that show uh, from a couple of weeks ago when we had Morgan Feeney on, and and you asked him the question. Okay, coach, be realistic. What do you expect your team to be at, at, at national tournament time? Because I think you got you got Morgan worked up a little bit. I think he's going like, hey, I'm going to tell Steve and Marsh where we're going to be in March. We're going to be in the national tournament because they were fired up. So did, did he throw any punches at you or anything when you were there? <laughs> no, he was probably – he was very uh, thankful of <laughs> because I I did get him going there <laughs> and, and, and I love it and I think love I it. think his team might have heard that and got fired up and went out and beat Arizona and then they they came to Vegas and ready for a midnight game and and competed well and and like I said got one of the games to overtime so uh, you know and and they're they're going to be in the mix but uh, no I think <laughs> I think that not so much angry at me I think is thankful that I. Uh, got them motivated and, and ready to go for the season. So you're welcome. Okay, so, so, let, <laughs> so let's get a rundown of uh, what's going on this weekend. UNLV is doing what? Well, they they have a real – this is going to be their toughest test yet. They're going to uh, to play Central Oklahoma in Oklahoma. So that's going to be a – First real, road trip of the year, right? First road trip of the year. It's going to be it's going to be the first road trip, obviously, since since – couple seasons ago right when we had a season and and this team will get a chance to to go on the road for the first time and play university of central oklahoma who's probably one of the top teams well right now they are according to the standings they are uh, one and two actually they're number one i believe in, in missouri state's number two or it could be the, i can't remember might be the other way around but either way they're both they're both i think up the top and they are going to be tough as we saw central uh, central oklahoma <laughs> uh beat coming yeah, they're BASU last weekend. So, and then of course, uh, University of Oklahoma is coming up here to Colorado State uh, for a Friday Saturday matchup with uh, the Rams of Colorado State. So, we'll see how that uh, plays out. And then, as I mentioned, University of Utah uh, will be playing the University of Colorado right here in Boulder. So we've got that going on um, October sixteenth, Saturday. It's a it's a different week for U of A. They played that uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and they'll play Saturday against Grand Canyon. So, um, uh, and they just played this strange, past. Huh? They, well, they just played this past Friday and Saturday, and they won those games. Then they Monday, Tuesday, you know, no games. Probably, you know, pro- some practices. I'm sure. No, no, and no. Then, Tuesday, Wednesday. Oh, no, they two, played. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're they right. Played so, last night and tonight. That's right. So Saturday, no, Friday, Saturday, they played. Sunday, Monday, 
you know, probably practices, but off. nothing yep. off. Yeah. And then Tuesday, a game against Wednesday ASU. Game. Wednesday, tonight, again, Wednesday. Yes. Tonight, a game. Then, yeah, nothing Thursday, you know, then what's the next one? Saturday, so Saturday. Yeah. So, you know, that's the advantage when you have three teams in the Arizona area like that between uh, University of Arizona, ASU, Grand Canyon. And now that all the teams are, all those teams are in the league, Grand Canyon coming in as one of the newer teams. Yeah, you, you have a chance to to play a lot of your games like that and not have to do a lot of traveling. So, uh, so that's that's nice there. So, um, so it's yeah, not too much of a, uh, that's crazy. Am I missing anybody that uh, that's playing that we didn't mention? I don't believe so. We got Central Oklahoma hosting UNLV. You mentioned Oklahoma's going to Colorado State. You're going to be there uh, for, tomorrow for the Colorado Utah. They're playing each other for two games. That's all I see. And then, yeah, as you mentioned, yeah, a- yeah. A- U of A and Arizona State got theirs out of the way in the middle of the week. And then, like I yep. said, uh, Grand Canyon will play uh, a one game, uh, not a series, just a one game against U of A. Um, and I believe that's uh, that's a game that's going to be a real a real barn burner again because uh, Grand Canyon always seems to get up to it's, play U of A. And it's at GC. It's at uh, it's at GCU's uh, home rink. So uh, yeah, the Ice Arcadia. So that you, those fans will be fired up there at, and ready to go against uh, Arizona. So uh, that that will be a, a fun game to to follow along with too this weekend. Going to be a lot of fun. Uh, our thanks to uh, Adam Trunkel, the captain of the Colorado Buffaloes, for joining us tonight. And uh, Stephen, we'll let you take it away and say goodnight with little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers, De Niro. From the Summer Skate Studios, Club Hockey Southwest Weekly was brought to you by Boost Mobile. Whether it's new phone for yourself or child's first phone, go to BoostMobile.com and click on Deals to find the phone that's right for you. Caesars Entertainment. Wherever you're bound, there's bound to be a Caesars resort across the U.S. or worldwide. UNLV Hockey. Play ACHA D1 Hockey in mad Las Vegas. Go to RebelHockey.com and see if the bright lights and championship mindset is for you. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. Be it a loaded in Vegas dish or a rack of ribs, this is barbecue, Las Vegas style. By Summer Skates, just because the summer is gone doesn't mean we like to our drinks to be warm. You can get your personalized koozies and more. Go to IcetimeHockeySW.com and click on the green tab of the Squad Locker banner to get yours. Uh, the University of Arizona, ACHA D1 Hockey, home of the two-time defending WCHL champions. By M-Drive, supplements to fuel your drive. Visit mdriveformen.com and refine your prime with M-Drive. And by Behind the Mask, in the net, up the ice, or in line, serving the Arizona hockey community and beyond since 1994. See us at behindthemask.com. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app, available for download at Apple Podcasts, Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcast. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. And one last thing about the games this weekend. These are important games. We talked a lot about rankings and, and whether we agree with them or not, but the only way that you will guarantee yourself a spot in the national tournament is if you win the WCHL. And so that's why these games are very important. Every game really is important, but these games that these league games are important. So if you want, if you're one of those teams and you want to guarantee your spot in the national tournament, win the WCHL. And these every league game you play, there's three points at stake. 
So it's very important. So uh, we can't wait next week to talk about what way this week's games goes next week and recap all the action then. Absolutely. We'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers De Niro, and we'll ask you to stay tuned and uh, catch up on the website, ITH, uh, IcetimeHockeySW.com, and then, of course, the pod pod podcasts at uh, ITHSW Podcasts. Anywhere that you get your podcast, you can download it. Uh, uh, just a quick NHL um, note right now. Uh, poor Mark andre Fleury is feeling the wrath of the Colorado Avalanche. It's 3 nothing already. Well, they, not, well, they remember not even halfway they, through the first period. Well, they remember <laughs> him from last year when the when Flory then with the Golden Knights. Weird to say that too, but um, oh, they just scored another one, and uh, we're I'm sure they remember uh, <laughs> last year's playoffs against Flurry in this in the Golden Knights. So they're gonna take it out on Flurry now as a Blackhawk, I guess. So yeah, yeah, they're just <laughs> welcome uh, to they're Chicago, Flurry. <laughs> yep, absolutely. <laughs> Okay, we'll say goodnight. Uh, Roger Klein, the Peacemakers De Niro. Our thanks again to Adam Trunko from the Colorado Buffaloes for joining us. And uh, I will be at beautiful rec center in Boulder, Colorado, tomorrow night for our ITHSW WCHL Game of the Week. Good night, everybody. Have a good week, everyone.